This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Spazzin' Out, America's podcast. Recorded live from Boston. Broadcasting around the world. Covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. I'm hoping that on today's podcast, nothing falls over. I'm hoping my phone doesn't tumble. I'm hoping my computer works. My iPads work. I'm hoping I can record successfully throughout the entire program without any hiccups. Please, that would be fantastic. It would be fantastic. And on a side note, am I the only guy in America, because my wife makes me feel like this, am I the only dude that does this? I can't be the only guy. When I drop an ice cube on the floor, you know, let's say you're going into the fridge, you've grabbed a few cubes, you put them into a cup because you, you, know, you got yourself some liquor, you put in the captains, you drop some cubes, or maybe you got an ice cube trabe, trabe, tray, or an ice maker, I don't know, but a cube hits the floor, I kick it underneath the fucking fridge. Am I the only one that does that? My, my, I got the look of like, did you like, uh, oh my God, did you just, yes, yes. I've, I've been kicking ice cubes underneath the fridge since I was six or since I can remember. I don't really have much of a, uh, my memory before I was six. I don't really remember it. Some people lie and pretend like, oh yeah, when I was four years old, I remember what I did. You don't fucking remember shit from when you were four years old, bro. You probably don't even remember shit. I can't remember what I did yesterday. But I can tell you this. There's no way in hell I'm the only man that does, that kicks ice cubes. I mean, bro, it hits the floor. Poof. Gone. Underneath the fridge. I kick it, boot it, see you later. I can't be the only man that does. Maybe my wife's just upset by it. Maybe that just pisses women off because when they drop an ice cube, they pick it up. But I'm a man. I get on the couch, I take up the whole couch. I lay in the bed, I take up the whole bed. I buy a pizza, I eat the whole fucking pizza. I get dishes dirty, I don't clean them. I don't fucking wash my underwear. I don't wash my clothes. You're lucky that I take a fucking shower and wash my own balls. I'm not picking up an ice cube that fell on the goddamn floor. I'm kicking it underneath the fridge. That really has nothing to do with what my podcast is about today. But I just, little, what I like to call spilt milk. What is spilt milk? Spilt milk is when I have something that I need to get off my chest because it's the only thing that matters to me. For example, let's say the neighbor is screaming, yelling, oh, there's an altercation. You hear gunshot, but your daughter drops something on the floor and it breaks. Well, I don't care that there's gunshot, fired, there's fired, shotguns, whatever the fucking word is, man. I don't care if there's gunplay. I don't care that your father died. Bro, I got to pick up the glass my daughter just spilled. It's spilt milk. 
So I had to get that off my chest. I needed to off. Am I the only one? Am I the only man in America that kicks ice cubes underneath the fridge? Bro, if it doesn't make the cup and it hits the floor, boop, it's gone. It is fucking gone. All right. Anyways, let's get to uh, some of the real topic. Let's get to one of the real topics today that's absolutely pissing me off, and it should piss you off if you're from Massachusetts, if you're from Connecticut, and you are gainfully employed, and you have been gainfully employed, and didn't take 15 months off from work, you should be pissed off about this. Great fucking song. Gary, U.S. Bonds. In Connecticut, we talked about this last week, Connecticut is going to give you $1,000 to get back to work. They got 65000 available jobs. Nobody wants to take them. They're going to give you money to go back to work. Now here in Massachusetts, state senator, and it's a fucking Republican state senator, which pisses me off even more, but I guess I shouldn't be too upset because Republican state senators are really Democrats. They're, they're, they're not really... They're not really conservatives, and certainly this guy is not with this plan. Uh, State Senator Ryan Fatman, Ryan Fatman, what a fucking terrible last name to have, by the way. So Fatman, he wants to give you $1,200 to get back to work. He wants to give it to you in three installments. $400 when you get the job. A couple of months after that, so another $400 because you've been there for a little while, and then another $400 for being there for a year. It's disgusting. We have to that we have to pay. Hear me out. It's the most ridiculous, bro. I've worked the entire pandemic, not that, bro. And, and now I work even more. I work seven days a week. I'm working at Take Junk. I'm working at Weei. I'm at work all the goddamn time. Nothing against people who want unemployment. Sometimes you get laid off. You paid into the unemployment benefit. It's there for you to get by for a couple of weeks while your stupid ass gets a job. Being unemployed for 15 months equals one thing. Lazy class. There is no poor class. There is no low-income class in America. There is lazy fucking class. And they want to give the lazy class 1200 bucks. How about give me $1,200 for working? How about you go to me and say, hey, Anthony, great job. You worked the entire pandemic. You didn't take a single fucking, you didn't take any time off. You didn't get COVID. We're going to give you a tax break. So you, when you go to file your taxes, we're going to knock $1,200 off of your, off the taxes that you owe. Great job for working. But no, what they want to do is they want to incentive, uh, something just happened. My live video just stopped. Your li- Wait, let's read what this is. Your live video e- uh, ended. The, oh, because I had music. All right, we got to start. 
face not Facebook, but Instagram just kicked me off. Let's see if we can start that over again. Hold on, everybody. Those of you watching, I, I started my podcast off saying, I hope there isn't anything that uh, gets in the way of my live podcast, but of course there is. Let's see if we can just get connected back in here. God forbid you play a little tune. All right, we're back on Instagram. Hey, Instagram peeps. You're just, you're picking it up from where we got booted off. We had music that we weren't, we, we, uh, we're going to talk about big tech. Big tech just kicked me off because I was playing music that's copywritten. I apologize for playing. This is what I was playing. Let's see if they kick us off again. I'm out of work. I'm out of work. Most people are out of work. Well, I'm not out of work, Paul. Let, let, wait, wait. Let's get that straight. Anthony Paziali has been employed since he was 11 years old and has never, ever, ever been unemployed, has never been out of work, ever. Typically, I'm not even in between jobs. You know what? I don't think I've ever been fucking in between jobs. I've always had a job. When I was 11 years old, I caddied at the Winchester Country Club as well as sold T-shirts at the North End Feasts with my uncle. So I would caddy. And then I would go sell t-shirts. As I got a little bit older and I could get real employment, I worked at McDonald's. I was a crew trainer at McDonald's. 16 years old, bro. I was training the fucking crew. Crew fucking trainer. Then I worked at Papa Gino's. After working at Papa Gino's, I worked at National Foundations. I did foundations. While I was doing foundations, I was going to college. While I was going to college, I was doing overnights at WRKO when I was 18. Boom, fucking 19 years old. Full-time job on WAAF. Worked there until I was 35. Left WAAF. Before I left, I started a company. Been working there since. Now I work back at WEI. I'm never fucking out of work. Drives me nuts. And now they're going to give people... Massachusetts wants to give people... 1200 bucks to get back to work. You lazy fucks. I wish that I was your dad. I'm, I'm telling you, I should be Massachusetts' father. I'd give you a stern look. I'd look at you. I, I'm telling you, 15 fucking months if you sat... No effing way. No effing way. And then there's the people like, oh, well, coronavirus killed my job. Yes, okay, sorry. Coronavirus may have killed your job, but you had 15 months to find another one. 15, not 15 weeks, 15 fucking months to find another job. And now it's so bad that they're like, ah, let's give these lazy motherfuckers 1200 bucks and tell everybody that's been working the whole time, go fuck yourself. You get nothing. You get nada. Especially someone like me that I didn't get a stimulus check. I didn't qualify for a stimulus check. So I got no stimulus check. I'm not getting $1,200 to go back to work because, oh my God. I've been working the whole time. We should not be incentivizing people for being bums. It is like giving out participation trophies. And if you don't know the story, I will tell you the story. My son played soccer years ago. He was younger. Maybe he was like five. And they were giving out participation trophies. And they were taking a fucking... Listen, they didn't even keep score. They didn't even keep score. They didn't fucking keep score. So now they're doing a team photo. And, I, and my son, you know, this is before the photo. They hand out the trophies. I'm like, what the hell is that for? And, you know, his, his mom's like, oh, it's, it's just a participation trophy, you know, for showing up. I took the fucking thing. I'm not shitting you. I, this is in Rehoboth on, on 118. I took the fucking thing and I dropped I took it, pff, dropped it right in the trash. Now I'm just like, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, bud, we don't, give, we don't get trophies for showing up. We don't get trophies for doing what we're supposed to be doing. You get a trophy when you win. 
You get a trophy when you work hard, blood, sweat, and tears, sacrifice, and then you win the trophy. Then the little fox got to go take a photo, team photo. I wish I still had it. All the kids got their participation trophies, not my son. And all the other parents are like, oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, Narium, oh, we're so sorry. I bet you behind my back, they got him a trophy. I'll never forget when I was in high school. I wrestled in high school. Donnie McLaughlin, I'm, I, I, in a, I'm wrestling tournament. Um, I'm, I, I, I'm in the finals of a wrestling tournament at somewhere. I, I, don't, I can't think of the fucking tournament. But I lost in double overtime. I take second place. My, my, Donnie McLaughlin's like, we're, we're back at the locker room. And, you know, Mike Ingalls, maybe it was third. I, I, I don't know. Second place might have been the time the kid kissed me off. But Mike Ingalls, fucking kid always won. Phenomenal athlete. First, 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 first. I, I don't know how they ever do shit. I was always third, second, third, second. So I'm a bum. So Donnie McLaughlin just looks at it. And he it, it, it just, ugh, he talk weird. He's like, Izzy Pazioli, great job. Everybody, this is Izzy Pazioli. He did such a good job. Second fucking, and he like, switch, second fucking, <laughs> chums it. The fucking trophy explodes up against the walkers. He's widowed, he just went off. Second's nothing. That's how we were brought up. Work hard. Second, third, fourth. That shit's garbage. Participation trophies for showing up doesn't mean anything. And now here's what we're stuck with. We coddled these kids. Told them second place was good. Third place was good. Told them fourth place was okay. Pay for them to go to fucking karate. And then they don't learn karate, but they still get their black belt. And now, they don't work for 15 months and we say, hey, no big deal. You didn't have to work. It's okay, buddy. We got gotcha. you. We're going to give you $1,200 to get back to work so you're not out of work. I'm out of work. So they're going to pay people to get back to work. What I think they should be doing is giving, if they're going to give money to people, if they are going to actually give money out, why don't you go some, find some hardworking Americans that, one, actually paid fucking taxes, put money in, put money in and didn't just get money back. Anybody making 40, 50 grand, you don't pay taxes. You get it all back. You get it all back. I actually write checks to the IRS. Fucking checks. My name. Checks. So when you get your 1200 for get back to work, thank you, there should be a sign. Right at the IRS, you get to sign it. Anthony Paziali, you fucking lazy fuck. Not me, you. But the lazy class, it's okay for them not to work. I have to work. I have bills. I have responsibility. I have a mortgage. Although my mortgage isn't that much because I'm a smart person and I paid my mortgage down. I almost own my house outright. But still, should I be penalized for working? Should I not get 1200 bucks? I'm someone that believes that everybody, if you're going to give money out, which I don't think they should, Everyone should get it. I think Jeff Bezos should get 1200 bucks. Here you go, Jeff. $1,200. Thank you so much for creating hundreds of thousands of jobs and creating a great co- uh, company that's a great that does great services for all Americans. Here's 1200 bucks. Does he need 1200 bucks? Fucking no. He makes that every second. It's not the point. I work my ass off. But yet they're going to give some lazy fuck that's sitting on the couch for, for 15 months $1,200 to get off his ass and get back to work. And then people will bring up minimum wage. And I'm going I'm to snap on the minimum wage people because I currently work for minimum wage. 
I work at WEEI. I make $13.50 an hour. It is minimum wage. I chose to take a minimum wage job so I could get back into radio. That's what minimum wage jobs are for. They are not to live on. They are not uh, meant to, for 40-hour-a-week jobs. They are meant so that you can get your ass into a company and work your way up. Work your way up, and then you'll make more money. If you're still making minimum wage 10 years later, take a long look in the mirror and say, I'm a lazy fuck. Take a long look in the mirror. I'm a bitch. Long look in the mirror. I'm a piece of fucking shit failure. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I suck. And then say, I don't want to suck anymore. And then get after it. And I'll give you an example. I work at WEI. I, my shift, sometimes my shift starts at six in the morning. I get there at five. On the weekend, my shift starts at fucking nine. I get there at six. On Sunday, I get there at six because I'm producing a show. I want the show to be the fucking best, so I get there early. And then when they say, hey, does anybody want to work holidays? I take them. I'm working Memorial Day because I want to move up. There are people that have been working there for six, seven years. I'm going to fucking breeze by them because they're putting in minimum, minimum effort. It's something Kobe Bryant said. You, you show me someone that practices basketball three four hours a day, seven days a week, and then at the end of the year, you put them up against someone that practices basketball once or twice a week, three, four hours a week. And then you see who the better basketball player is. You see who's further down the road. That's me. I'm going to be further down the road. I'm getting my ass ahead of everybody else. Period. It's like my podcast. People start to notice my podcast. 3,000 downloads a day per episode. Oh, overnight success. My ass, bro. I got 300 fucking episodes deep. I've been working my balls off on this thing. By the way, you can get my podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Odyssey. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's Podcast. And I do it five times a week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then I upload it to a podcast platform, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You have five fresh episodes a week. So now you can hear me on WEEI. Who knows what show I'm in? I might be on Greg Hills. I might be on Gresham's O's. I mean, I, I can't keep Gresham's O's. don't exist anymore. Gresham Keith. I might be on with Tangway. Who knows? I, I don't know. Thursday, I'll be with Hillman. But you can get me here five times a week, spazzing out America's podcast. That just burns me. And, and you need to know the guy's name. Senator, State Senator Ryan Fatman is putting forth a bill and he wants to give the lazy class Massachusetts people, the lazy class here, $1,200 to get their ass back to work. It's disgusting. And just another opportunity to play a little bit of this, I suppose. No reason for you to be out of work. There's plenty, 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 plenty of jobs available. Plenty of people hiring. Plenty of opportunity here in the United States of America. I get it. You don't want to work at McDonald's, but you know what? You could work at McDonald's and you could move your way up to be general manager and make a lot of money. You could work at Home Depot and move your way up to general manager and make a lot of money. You could work at Lowe's. You could work at Amazon. You could work at Taco Bell and move the fuck up. Own it. Be the best. Make the best damn tacos ever and rise. 
All right, let's. We need to move on from that. Uh, shit, we're running out of time here. We got to get to my man, America's governor, Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, is the man, and he's taking on big tech. These platforms have become our public square. Uh, Floridians and other Americans go on these platforms to be able to share ideas. Hear what he said there. Social media platforms have become our public square. I've said this a hundred times on this podcast, and I say it to everybody. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, social media, LinkedIn is where we go to get our information. It is the news. It is our public square. It is where we consume most of our content and get most of our information. 90% of the information we get is coming. It's probably more than that. It's coming from social media and they control the information and they use. And listen, let me tell you something. The Democrats, Joe Biden and the liberal mutants use social media to stifle your freedom of speech. Hold on. Did that just go back on? I I, I, so I got social. I start talking about social media banning people and social media starts to turn me off. All right. Here's the thing. Liberal, the liberals would say it's a private company. They can censor whatever they want. That's what they, that's what they want. They want to use Facebook to censor you because they can't. Joe Biden can't come out and censor the information But what they can do is use private companies to censor people. Perfect example is that the leader of a party, the leader of the conservative party, can't even be on Facebook, can't even be on Instagram. The biggest information platforms in the world, and they've banned the guy. If that isn't a a block of information a block of press, a block of freedoms, uh, the blockage of freedom of speech. I don't know what it's. Ron DeSantis is making a bill in Florida to give people the right to sue social media if they feel like they've wrongly been censored. Also, will not allow social media to, to block a local or state candidate. So let's just say Donald Trump decided he wanted to run for state senator of Florida. They'd have to let him back on social media during the campaign. He's saying, we're not going to let you stifle the conservative views because they don't fit your views to, to, to ensure a Democrat gets elected. It's phenomenal. I hope it goes countrywide. Big tech, Facebook, they own Instagram, Twitter, these companies. And, and listen, I'm okay with them being able to put out information and allowing us to put information. The problem is they control what we put out there. They shadow ban certain things. They push certain things ahead. They take certain things back. They only give you the info they want you to see. The problem is this is where we all go for our information. It's quick news. You get it faster than anything else. Facebook, there's someone Facebook live at a news story before channel fucking five is there. Ron DeSantis continues. Silicon Valley is, an- is acting as a council of censors. Um, they cancel people. When mobs come after somebody, they will pull them down. They shadow ban people, which creates partisan echo chambers. And honestly, they are some of the major reasons why this country is divided for, for doing what they're doing. And the worst part about this, Silicon Valley thinks they know better than you. They do. 
Like Democrats, they think they know better than you. If you're watching on Instagram and you can't hear me, let me know. I apologize. They think they know better than you. Democrats think they know better than you. They think they're your father. They think they can tell you what to do, what information is important. It, like vaccines. They say, get vaccines, get vaccines, get vaccines. We all got vaccinated, right? All the Democrats got vaccinated. Or did they? They still wear masks. You don't know. You only get the information that they want you to get. And you're only going to hear about the candidates that they want you to hear about. And you're only going to hear about the products that they want you to hear about. I understand that Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, I understand that they're private companies. But the New York Times is a private company. NBC is a private company. ABC is a private company. These are all fucking private companies. But they're held to a standard of freedom of press, freedom of information, freedom of speech. Facebook is not above that. Facebook is where we go. It's our town hall. This is where we come to speak. We don't go with megaphones outside anymore. We come online. We go Facebook Live. And we spew our our thoughts, our feelings. And Facebook pushes them up or pushes them down. You come on and you... Talk about Black Lives Matter and how great it is and America sucks. They push you up. You come on and you you shit on Joe Biden and, and liberal mutants. They push it down. You say America's great. They push you down. Ron DeSantis continues. This is not how a free society uh, should operate. Uh, they use secret algorithms and shadow banning to shape debates and control the flow of information. Uh, but yet they evade accountability by <coughs> claiming they're just neutral platforms, even as they amplify partisan agendas and censor dissent. That's exactly what they do. We should play that little piece again. They claim to be neutral parties. Uh, but yet they evade accountability by claiming they're just neutral platforms, even as they amplify partisan agendas and censor dissent. They claim to be neutral parties. They claim that they don't have an opinion either way, but they do. We all know that they're pushing the liberal mutant ideals. We all know that they want to suppress and they want to cancel and they want to drown out anybody that has a conservative view or anybody that has a view against them. If you're against vaccinations, they drown you out. If you're for taking your mask off, they drown you out. If you say the coronavirus was made in a lab in Wuhan, they fucking ban you. If you've upset somebody and you've offended someone, they censor your content. If you speak badly about AOC, if you speak badly about Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, they bump you out. They use algorithms that pick up that information and they will kick you down. And then they straight up ban the voice, the head of a political party, a president. They they legitimately silenced a frigging president. It's disgusting. Here's the last piece of audio. So every day they act uh, as the proverbial big brother. In 2021, looks an awful lot like the fictitious 1984. They have become the big brother. They're everywhere. They're here. They're in my house right now because... I'm doing, I'm live on Instagram, I'm live on Facebook, so they're here. Now, I've invited them in because this is a platform. This is my town square, as DeSantis said. This is where I go to voice my freedom of speech. This is where I come to bitch and say, hey, I don't want Massachusetts to give lazy-ass fucks $1,200 to get back to work. I don't want Connecticut to do it. And this is where I come to say, hey, Facebook, 
I don't want you to censor my content. You told me this is where I could come and have freedom of speech and I could exchange ideas with people. Well, that's what I want to do. But the second you don't like what I have to say, you bump me out. You kick me out. The second it doesn't work for you, I'm gone. The second you're not happy, this happens. When you deplatform the president of the United States, but you let Ayatollah Khomeini talk about killing Jews, that is wrong. It's 100% wrong. And they know it's wrong. And Joe Biden loves it. Liberal mutants love it because it's not happening to them. And they use it to their advantage. It's it's like when you're going to see um, uh, the coronavirus uh, passports, the, the, the vaccine passports. The government's not going to mandate them, but they're going to use private businesses to do it because the government can't. The government's not going to silence you. They're not going to cancel you because they can't, but they will use Facebook and big tech to do it for them. Unless people like Ron DeSantis make laws like he did and said, no, this isn't going to happen. If you feel like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or one of these big tech companies has silenced you, you now have the right to sue them liable for up to $100,000. If you're a candidate running for office in Florida and they've kicked you off their platform, you could sue them to get back on the platform. They cannot ban you during a political campaign. They can't silence you. They can't shadow ban you. They can't make sure you get 100 views while your guy over here gets a million views. They can't decide the narrative. They can't decide what information you get and what information you don't get. And this needs to be done. And the big thing that people need to realize is this. This is the biggest thing. These platforms have become our public square. Uh, Floridians and other Americans go on these platforms to be able to share ideas. These platforms are now our news platforms. These are our platforms where we go to, to discuss ideas, to bitch, to complain about the government, to say things are good, to say things are bad. This is, this is our town square. This is where the town crier goes now. This is where all information comes from. Social media is the center of all information. And our founding fathers did not want information to be abridged. Our founding fathers did not want your freedom of speech to be abridged, your freedom of press to be abridged. They wanted everybody to be able to give their opinion, give their thoughts without worry of retribution, without worry of being canceled, without worry of having your content suppressed. This is where it's done now. Social media is where all things get done, and we all know it, because every single one of us is on Facebook, on Instagram, or on Twitter. We watch our sports on, on Twitter. We get our updates on fucking Twitter. We, we, we go to Facebook to watch live feeds of the president speaking, live feeds of the press secretary speaking, live feeds of the Bruins head coach fucking speak. This is where we get our information now. And we can't allow it to be censored. We cannot stand by and allow this shit to happen. And Ron DeSantis has take the, taken the first step, and I hope it gets copied and pasted nationally, that we're not going to put up with big tech having so much power that they become this. So every day they act uh, as the proverbial big brother in 2021 looks an awful lot like the fictitious 1984. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out America's podcast. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights is when I record it. I upload it to a podcast platform Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 5 a.m. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, 
iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's Podcast. Do me the favor of sharing this. Please, please send it along. I really appreciate it. All right, guys. God bless. God bless America.